0: Hey, ADP family. We are back. Excited to be back. It's been a couple of, been a couple of weeks. Um, a lot has transpired, right? I mean, it was yeah. Halloween the other day, and then boom overnight, it's Christmas. We'll talk exactly. a little bit about that. Exactly. But uh, I'm just excited to be back with you, Brandon, and talk about uh, a fun topic today, something we've never done because we're a Disney show. We've never looked outside of disney and we're going to play around with that this week. Are you ready?
1: I'm stoked. Let's do it. Here we go. This is another Disney podcast production.
0: It's weird because we've been doing this every couple of weeks, yeah. and so I, I'm used to seeing your beautiful, charming face. Well, I can't see anything. Wait, there we go. Your beautiful, <laughs> charming face uh, every week. But yeah, you no, know it's fine. It's fine. I'm it's I'm fine. coping. I'm adapting. Maybe there'll be a season. We we'll come back. Maybe but there will like, be. The holidays are going to be even more challenging. So we'll, we'll, we will make it through. It's going to be great. I
1: agree. I agree. And, and tonight is an exciting night as well. Uh, I'm super stoked because usually it's just you and I kind of look at each other. And, you know, we talk to each other a lot during the week. So mm-hmm. by the time we get to the podcast on like Tuesday or Wednesday night, we, a lot of times we have to fake, like we're excited to talk to each other because we talk <laughs> all week, but this week we decided to bring back one of our favorite people. Uh, you guys know him You guys love him So let's go ahead and bring him on Let's say hello to our special guest Hey-o!
0: Hey It's the Fuzz Oh my goodness He needs his own theme music What do we got
2: oh my God i get the rock buzz is. horns where, where are they now <laughs> somehow
1: <laughs> that's everyone everything's theme music
0: <laughs> yeah since the 50th every time we've said "iridescent" or talk about like that like that was the music for
1: "iridescent." It was just there was
2: just like guys
0: <laughs> um rob dude go. welcome it's been too long ah, been yeah too long. yeah
2: definitely i miss you guys we, we connect listening. every now and show. then but um yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: you had an exciting summer i want to talk a little bit about that when we get yeah, into our yeah, topic yes. because it'll yeah. it'll also. Go brilliantly with what we're talking about. But at first, as always, our brand new tradition, we have what we have dubbingly called and lovingly called brews and news. I
1: think, news think everybody and participated <laughs> this time. Like yes, Brandon does not have air light. I Let's do not see have air light this time. I have, <laughs> yeah, look, I have voodoo ranger. Like that's well, actually- you guys match,
0: and I'm like, mine is making not sense. I don't even have a beer. Oh, dude. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll start with mine weird one. I know I finished all of my like fall thing we went camping this week and so it's all gone um but i have from devil's backbone distilling company smash on the beach which is really more of a a summery drink but it's Mm -hmm. really good it's like vodka and aren't you it's it's smash on the beach insert the shorter word if you know what i mean if you're used to that what
1: what it's that's the innuendo brandon Mm -hmm. what are you drinking I am drinking. Uh, this is New Belgium Voodoo Ranger. It's a Juice Force IPA, so it's high nice. octane, man. It's like nine point four percent alcohol. Is it falling? Like is it? Is it apple? Uh, apple? apple? No, is it, no, it's not <laughs> like pumpkin. It's not pumpkiny. It's just. Um, it's very hoppy. So, I'm going to have one of them and hopefully I stay awake for the remainder of the podcast. <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> I have one and I'm like, man, I'm ready to go. To I, got, bed. I got
2: coffee in one hand and, and the beer in the other hand. I agree. Yeah, that. that's double. That, <laughs>
1: that
2: is the effective double fist.
1: <laughs> okay, Rob, what is it? I got to say this what is, it is
2: Blue Point Brewing Company. This is a nice. we love pumpkin beer. We always pour it in like a glass with the the cinnamon sugar around it, which is awesome. Oh, but, and this is Mother with Mother Pumpkin Ale. So okay, I now agree. hold
0: hold it up there. I'm gonna bring you full screen. If you're if you're not watching, so I looked at this and it's it's called like Mother Pumpkin, and I saw I was like, oh wait, that's King Neptune holding like his trident with a pumpkin on top, and Brandon and Robert like Dave. It's a it's a woman sitting in a chair. So yeah, yeah. and then you were like, hey, it's Ariel's
1: dad, and I'm wasn't his name like. Was his name Neptune? Was his name King (laughs) Trident? What is name King Trident? I don't know. But this would be him if, like, he wore thigh
0: high boots. Well, maybe it's Ursula. Who knows? It all works out. It all works
1: out. <laughs> hey, at least we all participated in Brood's part of news. And oh my
0: gosh! Time. I know it's been a first. Okay, I'll jump in since it is and News. I-, I will start off with mine, and mine is going to basically be a dead story unless you listen to this literally the first day that this <laughs> podcast comes out. But it's worth talking about. So if you remember, as an annual pass holder that Brandon still is, y- you had you have the opportunity to get this amazing pass holder only popcorn bucket which is for to some people may be amazing. To me, it was a definite miss as a popcorn collector of Disney popcorn buckets. This one was a hard pass, but hey, if this is your thing, great. But there is one that came out yesterday, mm. November 1st, that is going to be their shortest run that I, that as far as I'm aware of that they've ever done. So that makes me nervous that a, hey, this is a sign of things to come. But it's the Mr. Toad's wild ride car. It's amazing. And with with Mr. Toad sitting. So, like, you go from the pass holder bucket, (laughs) that is a round bucket with half a Mickey face on it, to one of the most intricately detailed, I think, that at least an American park has done. Like, some of the Asian parks have had some incredible popcorn buckets, but this one is really rad. But here's the thing it's really, well, it's very short run only at some places and it's mobile order only i like yep. the mobile order only even I though it like makes me order. immediately hungry um but it's only november 1st through the 4th in select locations in magic kingdom only through mobile order
1: yeah
0: <sighs> i think i got all the details right but it sure. is dope looking now here's what's crazy before we started rob and i were looking when brandon was connected rob and i were looking i was like I, speak you know because they're already out this is the second day they've been out we're recording this on wednesday and I was like, "How? what are they going for on eBay? And they were only $85. And why oh, I say holy, only $85 holy, is because they're $35 bucks to buy. So it's like only a $50 upcharge. Why I say that is there are still the figment popcorn buckets. The buy it now price, the cheapest one I could find was $140. And I was like, well, what are they bidding for? There was one with seven bids for, for $116.
1: So there you go. Grab yeah. the Mr. Toll's wild ride off <laughs> eBay a, at a bargain yeah, price. Yeah, <laughs> bargain price, 80 bucks wow but um, yeah that it's it's awesome and i shared the story with you earlier i actually tried to see if i could book it as like a mobile order for my bedroom this morning because like we're as the crow flies you know 400 feet away from pretty Main much Street. so i tried to book it but it wouldn't let me so it i was knows. gonna i was gonna run, try to run over there during <laughs> lunch and see if i could get it but well, it wouldn't let me do it i'll try to get it again tomorrow maybe i have to actually go in the backyard in the park, to do yeah. it. good news
0: good news for $85 plus shipping and handling, you can have your own. <laughs> it seems like a lot
2: less work. <laughs> Mr. Toad kind of looks like Kermit the Frog, though. In the
0: pictures, he does. You know? I did. <laughs> I,
2: I thought the same thing. <laughs> uh, you got you to gotta look it up if you're at home, too. Look up. It's the Mr. eyes. Tug's it's bucket.
0: the eyes that make it look like Kermit.
1: Yeah.
2: but and like, I guess the open mouth. They have a bunch of pictures from like the Magic Kingdom. There's like one with fireworks in the background. It it's just, you got to look. It's very comical on eBay, all the pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, yeah that it's is
0: really good.
1: I
2: took it over there by like Big Top
1: Souvenirs and. They got him like riding mine train. This is pretty, Mr. Toad (laughs) Toad has had a fantastic time the last couple of days. Well,
0: his vacation is a whole lot better than ours. I I have one. Most of mine are at my office and at the studio, but I, I do have one because since disney went overnight to christmas here's my christmas popcorn bucket and it's however many old years old and still works it's pretty awesome look at that goodness oh yeah that's That's a good one one. that's that's and i think they came out with the next one just like this the next year except it was green so i was like well i'm not getting that one i already have it (laughs) just in a different color yeah so there you go happy christmas popcorn buckets so if you listen to this friday morning and you're going to magic kingdom
1: good
2: luck (laughs) good luck it's It's your last, last
1: it's your last chance I don't know morning. anything
2: about popcorn buckets. Do you always get like the colored rainbow popcorn with it, or that's just unique to Mr. Toad because it comes with popcorn color? That popcorn. is a unique thing. Ooh,
1: that is a unique thing. Usually they give you the bucket and then they actually give you the paper carton of popcorn because right, 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 yeah. popcorn yeah. doesn't really go in the popcorn bucket. So yeah. it, it's more I'm like thinking. a popcorn side piece, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: All right, Brandon, what's your uh, beloved news story? My
1: beloved story to bring to Brews and News, and I'm excited about it. I saw some video from the cast preview last evening, but tomorrow, we're taping this on the 2nd, so the 3rd of November, Phantasmic comes back to Hollywood Studios. There it is. We've talked about this a lot. We meant to talk about this during our last show, and we (laughs) totally... (laughs) like three hours after we recorded the show, Dave texted me and he was like, dude, we didn't even talk about Fantasmic. That's the first thing we wanted to talk about. (laughs) Hey, I'm bringing it up now, but it comes back tomorrow. They've added some new scenes. It looks super awesome. And we've, we continue to talk about it. We thought this was going to be like one of the first things that came back after COVID. Um, But one of my coworkers, his daughter works, you know, in that park and apparently between performers and crew and set people it takes almost like a thousand people i bet uh involved in phantasmic and that is why it's taken so long to come back so i'm stoked it's back that park needs something yeah, you know it needs, a,
0: it needs a people sucker
1: it needs something when the when the sun goes down everybody rolls out so that'll keep yeah. some people around and maybe keep some other parks less yeah. full
0: we've That's joked about this so many times on our show about how we swore, and every time, like predictions sure to go wrong, right? This is where we always uh, listen to Dave and Brandon at another Disney podcast. If you want to know what's not going to happen, Correct. and we thought for sure this would be one of the first shows to come back because it was outdoors, it's an amphitheater. You could you could space people apart accordingly and still fill up half the thing and still hold like thirty five four thousand people. But now knowing like the manpower that it takes and female power to pull this off it makes sense but like man what a missed opportunity but it's back now
2: it's back yeah they had a cast member preview last night so i was looking at twitter and they had a lot of great pictures and the the, the show got a standing ovation at the end so what? Um, it was pretty awesome yeah, yeah. i'm <laughs> excited cool. to see
1: the new scenes like it yeah, looks it's, people were uh, well,
2: talking TikTok,
1: tiktok and twitter and it looks uh, really it looks really awesome so yeah. i'm sure all the bloggers will be there tomorrow and like you know it'll be everywhere so check it out uh i've seen it i think once maybe a long time ago Man, and gosh, i was, was years super ago. impressed by it but
2: wow, um, i love it so good now i'm super stoked for it the one at like, disney see. when
0: they when it came back at disneyland
2: disneylands is amazing yeah i've seen the one at disneyland too so it was you know, really good
1: yeah so. so super stoked about that something new at disney woohoo! i know something old is new again
2: yeah yeah it's awesome one of my it's one of my favorites one of my family's favorites i was really bummed and when we were there in january it wasn't it wasn't open you yeah know, it was very depressing but I mean, it's
0: great because it, I mean, it's like a parade that you just get to sit in one spot and and they go by. But it's it's also different and unique because there's a story aspect to it. But why I say it's like a parade, it's a great thing to see a crap ton of characters for your kids. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. I mean, because like everybody's in it, so uh, it's yeah, it's it's a beloved classic, and I'm glad it's back. And I like that there's some changes and some updates. So I think it's going to have another fantastic run. Exactly. All right, Rob, close us out with the close last. Close us out, Rob. But the last yeah. Disney
2: news story, of the so night. I've been drinking a little here. So, you know, my new story is Universal Orlando to shut down five attractions to make room for a new family entertainment based on beloved animated characters. So, you know, as me, I'm a retro guy. I love old school. Yeah, uh, universal. This is some original universal uh, classics that have been around forever. And they're going to close it down. They're going to do it's dated. It wow. needs to be shut down. So January 15, 2023. They're getting rid of Fivel's Playland, Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster, Curious George goes to town, DreamWorks Destination, and uh, they move the Shrek and Donkey meet and greet there. That was just temporary, so yeah. that's going. I'm I'm glad, to, happy wow. to report, ET survives. ET will still stay there.
0: Oh, e- that's a ET lives. ET lives. I, I Brandon, I do have a question.
1: I don't know. I'm very confused. confused. It,
0: maybe I was supposed to prep him, or I don't know if this was on your wow. like list. What?
1: Rob, did you get the notes for the show tonight?
2: <laughs> did you get show notes? Right. It's, it's it's universal. It's, it's we Orlando. do a Disney show. Oh <laughs> Rob, we do Wait a disc- second. Another Disney. Podcast. Podcast.
0: Oh no. We joke because that story, <laughs> that new story, couldn't be better. And also, can we just rewind? I think Five came out in ninety three. Is that right? Like or, or maybe so, yeah, yeah. like I was that okay. was a senior in high school, if you want to know how old I was. So there you go. Yeah. I loved yeah. Five. And then Five goes west. Let's go. That okay. was a That whole area of the park,
2: yeah, yeah, it's that's old. (laughs) That whole area of the park was awesome. They had they had amazing hard rock. It was shaped as a guitar. They had the psycho house up on the hill, and then they had the 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 kid play area there, which is bizarre. It was in that area, but it's (laughs) a kid play area at the
1: bottom of the hill (laughs) with the psycho house.
2: That seems logical. (laughs) Well, I mean,
0: look, it was a thing. Yeah, Jaws. It was a thing because um, wasn't Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Playground at Hollywood Studios forever?
2: It was, yeah. Uh, like,
0: Gosh, that's reaching way back. Um, okay. Um, Rob, yeah, you could not have segued us any better for what we want to talk about tonight. And if you if you made it all the way to the end of our last episode, you know what the topic is. But you know what it is. One yeah. of the reasons that we wanted to invite Rob on is, A, because he's freaking awesome. And if you haven't watched you his channel, awesome. he does so many things. Thank but you. definitely what he's known for is, like he said, he's the king of retro. And since he was um, nine months in his mother's womb, he's been carrying around a video camera at, at theme parks, sure. mostly Disney, and has unbelievable amounts of retro footage of all the rides that, if you're as old as us, grew up loving at all yeah. of the Disney Disney parks and some of Universal for sure. And he, he'll do these sometimes powerhouse six-hour live streams of where it's basically kind of like a, I grew up with MTV Total Request Live. Yeah. It's basically like the same yeah. thing. You pick You pick your retro Disney or Universal attraction, and if he's got it, by God, he'll play it. And so, yeah. Rob, tell us a little bit more about your channel.
2: Yeah, no, that you, you, Dave's an amazing uh, supporter of my channel. Thank you so much. Oh, by the way, Christmas uh, changed overnight too over here. I got the tree. I got Charlie oh, nice. Brown for you. Nice, there. just There's like Disney. Screen, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, that's my channel. I do. You know, I've been since I was thirteen. I had a camcorder. I like. I, I did a resort tour of the Polynesian. I did a. I recorded the the resort TV off the screen. I I, made, I kicked my parents and my brother out of the room. I had a tripod and I recorded the TV back then that was my YouTube then we know YouTube then that's right so and I just over the years I just recorded a lot of rides. a lot of them are are extinct and that, that does really good on my channel like any ride that was there and is extinct now like you know like you know like a lot of the classics and stuff in Disney so. But yeah, like I go live a couple times, six hours. Dave geeks out; he comes in and requests it. But thank you so much, Rob Fuzz. R O B F U Z is my channel on YouTube, and I just have a lot of fun. So, and I've been—you know—I did the total opposite. Dave inspired me. I'm doing a lot of 4K new stuff too. So nice. I got the old. I got the new. I just have a lot of fun and nice universal too. Like I was there the the year after it opened, and you know, like I got the. Uh, ghostbusters and jaws and all that stuff so i love showing that stuff i love showing the old disney world stuff and uh theme parks and all that stuff so i mean i have to say
0: i have to say we all kind of i know for me i had a great like like you were i don't want to speak for others but i know this has got to be the case you were a lifesaver especially during COVID yeah. to be able to have that 100%. joy of watching that kind of stuff and seeing right. it when most of us were trapped at home or couldn't go, or, you know, there was the fear of like, you know, the danger involved of gosh, I don't want to go and either right. get myself sick or someone else sick, even though the parks have started to open. So
1: dude, thanks for like sharing oh, your experience. Yes. It's an immense
0: library with the world
1: it's incredible yes, yes. and it's weird because dave he watches those those live shows and for some reason he just types horizons horizons show horizons
2: <laughs> show more horizons yeah horizons is one of my big ones horizons world emotion, and uh great movie ride those three are, are most yeah i still love i still love
0: the one with robin williams with uh oh yeah um, yeah yeah, yeah. What the, it's where Monsters Inc. Laugh is. Yeah. yeah, what, yeah. What, what
1: time, was it the Timekeeper? Yeah, was yeah the time Timekeeper. Keeper, yeah. That's
0: always yeah. one I always I always made Rob play that one too. And I really
2: got a great version of it too. I, I didn't really yeah. do. It was a Circle Vision movie, which was awesome. Yeah. But um, it's just it's really cool. And then the Alien attraction, Alien Encounter. Yeah, time, that's uh, right. Yes, gosh. Stuff. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's great it's reaching way back. Oh, okay. So there you go. <laughs>
0: now that we've we've talked about Rob, right, there it is. Uh, we're ready to play, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're ready to party. <laughs> so, Rob, we pick on Rob because he does a universal story. However, we are actually <laughs> going to talk about that tonight. And so yeah, yeah. what yeah. what we want to to discuss is because now I've said this multiple times right? like here come the tomatoes, like I know I'm crazy. I've never been to a universal park anywhere in the world. Never. And it's mostly because my joke has always been, I love Disney so much. I would have to go to a Disney park for a month and maybe I'll go for a day to Universal. <laughs> like I'm just that absurdly obsessed with Disney. However, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. so Brandon shared a couple of weeks ago, uh, like the kind of the, the park, the numbers for like Orlando park, um, and I think right now, am, am I right, Brandon? It's only yeah. like within Central Florida, right? These yeah, it's Central for-
1: Florida Park. So a yeah. story came out and basically it said for the first time ever that the Universal Parks in Central Florida uh, have eclipsed the attendance of all of the uh, Walt Disney World Parks with the exception of Magic Kingdom, because that one is just large and in charge. Um, But yeah, for the first time ever, universal studios parks have beaten hollywood animal kingdom and uh epcot as far as overall attendance which is wow. shocking so we thought it would be cool to kind of discuss what's going on what we see happening in the future why we think yeah. disney and universal are are not necessarily butting heads but you know c- going in different directions maybe yeah. so it's a definitely why, a competition for yeah, sure yeah and that's why we asked rob because we don't go to Universal a lot.
2: He was just, yeah, <laughs> Rob's
0: been, Rob's, Rob's gone there a lot. And yes. he's, he actually, before we even jump in, I want you to share like, so Rob has done, like, I, I, okay, I have to say this because Rob would never toot his own horn like this, <laughs> but um, he, he has done, um, t- I mean, I'm talking lots of years. And lots of events with runaway tours, right? Yeah, am yeah, am yeah. I right on this? Yeah,
2: yeah. And so he's very close I've, been bon- I've been with them. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> no, finish.
0: And so who is who is part of that? A big part of that is John Bon Jovi. Like yeah, so, yeah. unless you live under a rock or as or only <laughs> three months old, like Brandon's daughter, like certainly you know who Bon Jovi is. And so you have gone all over the world, like on cruises, like all the kinds. Of, and so because of that experience i'm i'm assuming i'll let you correct me because of that experience um universal reached out to you and you did a thing this summer for one of the most intimate things i've ever heard of for one of the biggest bands of our time right now and that was maroon five so talk about what you were able to do
2: and this all was through universal correct yeah so yeah like i got 30 years i've been with bon jovi in june which was amazing so um yeah the company we worked with doing runaway tours you know came to me and said hey we have this project would you like to be the project manager for it?" it's a six-month event Uh, i started last february well this february and it went to august we did maroon five it was a private event at universal studios orlando and it's funny because i i I haven't really been to universal in a long time i i'd probably say i've been there probably five six times in the past and it just came back i actually went in january and then in February, I found out I got this event. So, um, you know, we went as a family. We got to go two full days uh, in January, which was amazing. And then February, I found out, hey, I'm going back again. So and I went back another four times. So I've been there like five times this year, which is crazy. So. <laughs> and I got to participate in uh, other people's events, which was awesome, where the park was closed. And, and then we got to do our event, Maroon 5, full show at the Music Plaza. And then um, most of the park was open, like E.T., and like the park that's closed, but it's going to be closing in January, the five Atlanta stuff that wasn't open, but uh, most of the rides were open and everything. So we got to see a full show, and then to one in the morning, you get to go to see Harry Potter all alone and everything. Oh, so nice, it was a blast, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, like I just, I definitely I was geeking out. I got to go backstage and you know, yeah. ride around in the carts and work with Universal. Stop and it. we had a meeting oh, yeah. at like the uh, in like we had a meeting in their um. This is my favorite part. Like, I, w- I went down there for the final preparation. We had a meeting, and I- I'm going to blow it, but it was the, um, oh, the chamber, the Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets conference room. It was awesome. Right. <laughs> like, I, I didn't that. know that, right. that was a thing. All right. They're like, like, it's not a big, like, it's for, like, their staff and everything. It's not really, it's not a big deal. But for me, it was really cool. It was That's uh, cool. decorated. They have all the high-tech cameras and everything. It was, it was a lot of fun. Wow. It was just a lot of fun. I, I made so them. many good friends there, and it was just, like, all you could eat, all you could drink maroon five like you can just walk up to a stand all the popcorn all the hamburger all the hot dog and you know okay so that i was, said
0: intimate but it's like it was like less than 3,000 people, right? Less than 3,000. Yeah, 3,500
2: around, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 3, yeah. around there. Yeah. yeah I so. mean, that's incredible. Like, yeah. I
0: mean, when you, you're talking about a band who sells out arenas, right? And then yeah. you get to that, have that kind of access, that yeah. kind of intimacy, and then like the food and drink and the park. I mean, that Man, was a kind amazing. of a one of, one of a kind event. I hope <laughs> they do more things like that. I think that, you know, more. if you get yeah. the talent I hope, to buy I in.
2: Yeah, definitely. So,
0: because I mean, it's it's you gotta have you know like the money the money's gotta be right for the artist, right? (laughs) To have that little of a you know of an audience, but it makes for a killer. And I'm like, there's no way they couldn't appreciate something like that. You know that that's your, you know your biggest fans of your biggest fans, right? I mean, there's like that's the people people who love you more than anybody else is going to go to that show so anyway yeah so that's kind of rob's background not only is like the king of retro and disney and theme park videos like he does some project managers for for kind of some cool freaking events like that yeah he's also a
1: badass backstage man you know what i'm saying (laughs) my one question is did you get to wear the little earpiece and like the event staff jacket because that
2: that means you're official? I yes. actually hate wearing those. does they're called secret service uh, earplugs. Yes. I really hate it when They go back, and you have to put them a certain way. But I don't really like them. But yeah, it's it's, it's pretty cool. So. And there's but always like, somebody. You, know, you got to understand too, Brandon. Like you go to like if I just go like to a show down in the arena here, and I'm like I have tickets, like what i don't have backstage passes what I'm i don't get to go to the kids walk, walk, walk wherever i want. i can't walk into I mean, the artist's dressing room it's you're it's, like it's, i put on
0: events like this let me okay. let me move around it, it ruins the experience so, so yeah know. so that was your experience yeah. this summer with universal so super cool but yeah. really what we wanted to focus on is what yeah. brandon said so uh You you have we can't ignore it. There's no way Disney's going to ignore it. I'll talk about that. They had a chance to really wow us and failed. Um, I'll I'll point you to that podcast. Um, But this is kind of a big deal. I think Universal is really making waves now. Look, I know that the normal American family or even British family or Brazilian family is smart enough to go to central Florida and visit all of the parks. Dave, unfortunately is dumb enough to just go to Disney. So I know that there's obviously a draw, but this is the first time that I think it's made a dent that has caught not only Disney's attention, I hope, but mine as someone who doesn't really care about universal. And so I wanted to talk about what, what is universal doing right or doing different that Disney isn't and then vice versa. So we're going to We're going to lean on Rob a little bit. I know Brandon's been there because Brandon's a pretty decent Harry Potter fan. So I know you've been and you live there now. I do. Um, But I want to, I want to talk about it as someone who's never been and now has great interest because of Epic universe. So if you don't know what Epic universe is, Brandon, why don't you kind of give the elevator pitch of what it is?
1: Yeah, so Epic Universe essentially is, uh, Universal Orlando is building a completely new theme park in Central Florida. It's breaking ground. It is going up quickly. The parking lots are already lined, but there is some huge excitement about this uh, new theme park. It's going to include some great new features like uh, Nintendo lands and things like that, but it's got everyone excited and it's really going to be done probably in four years like three or four years from groundbreaking to opening up so uh it's just a brand new park aside from islands adventure and universal studios that is going to draw people because it's got new stuff which central florida is hurting for and it is uh got people excited it's got even disney people the people that i know that work for disney it's got them a little concerned and, you know, I can see it's, that. it's concerned that it's going to take people away. So I'm excited about it when you drive by it, like it's going up. So it's, it's yeah. going to happen soon.
0: Now we've got a little like, uh, so, so I'll be transparent. Like we're all of the age that we grew up with Nintendo. Right. And so mo- like Mario and Luigi and Donkey Kong, and of course lasted throughout generations. And now I have an eight year old son next week. Who loves Mario Kart, who loves all of the, new war, the games that were on the Wii, and then the one that came out on the Switch, and so he lives on the Switch. And so, like, I now have, like, Nintendo is just something that crosses generations, very much so like Disney. So this is why I think it's an absolutely brilliant move, because this is the first time where I felt like, I mean, yes, universe, everybody connects with movies. Everybody connects with TV shows. I, I get it. Well, but Disney has that, too and some would say disney might do that better right some would say but i think the draw is you bring in something like nintendo like i'm 40 (laughs) years old right and then i have an eight-year-old and it's still just as prevalent he loves the same characters that i love and so here we have you know 40 years apart we have something in common and to be able to like go experience that life like is not anything that i would have ever dreamed of now i know in japan i think japan right it's already open yeah, and the, they're yeah. adding it to hollywood studios in hollywood mm-hmm. but it, yep. it's smaller it's, version, and that's going to be next yeah. like it's next spring it's 2023 mm-hmm. spring like this in orlando is going to be 2025 but they're definitely on par to make that it's not like disney when they announce it <laughs> and it's like we're, we're how many what are eight six 1700 days of tron which yeah. is uh, uh, uh which is a carbon footprint of another <laughs> of another ride that already exists in another park <laughs> in the world we'll move on but i just wanted to talk about what are they doing right right and i'm just gonna say well where they're killing it is they're opening a new gate right i i don't know that disney's ever gonna do that what do you guys do you so let's just talk about do you guys think disney will ever open a new gate in orlando well in the next 10 years let's just say that
2: Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think they will. You know, I, I think they're gonna be forced to because of you know what Universal's doing. So keep in mind, too. Um, they actually consider uh Volcano Bay their third park. So this is gonna be their fourth park. Oh, right. It is about uh it is a couple miles away from it's Universal. Down, yeah. And Dave and I were talking this afternoon, like how much Universal over the years, you know, was very they had small, and it, it, I feel they're same, they're the same victim as Disneyland was, where they only had a small footprint and then right. they were kind of pigeonholed into that little area so do the genius thing build a parking deck and then use your parking lot as a, a second theme park which they did with islands of adventure and um it's just uh they've bought um wet and wild they bought a bunch of land around the area three four times i've heard about different uh, land um like purchases over the years so they they pretty much built up a lot, but yeah. I, I told Dave too. Another good thing is it's kind of it kind of it reminds me of Disneyland where everything's kind of in that area too. They have yes, like all five together. hotels. I got yeah. to stay at three of them this year, which is awesome. <laughs> so we'll talk about that as we go. And uh you could walk from your hotel to the to the to the like through City Walk and then you left to right to the two parks. So it kind of is you know for an older gentleman as me you know it's not is not as much walking and everything so you know that's I, I think that's a plus actually so yeah um but yeah, yeah it's pretty amazing so yeah. but um you could like from the hotel you could actually see um epic universe in the construction from the the rooftop it's pretty cool so <laughs> right. so
0: i looked up i looked up something you know because i wanted i wanted to do like a compare and contrast right yeah so yeah. i looked up a couple things so this is like like number one i think we all know this they're very it's very close but disney is more expensive right so this is one thing that like goes into a want want for disney right so um the least expensive hotel is at universal the most expensive hotel is a Disney yeah. um, three day with hopping at Disney is more expensive than Universal. Right. Um, Disney World. It just requires longer to visit. And like Rob just said, it like it's a whole like it's a whole lot more effort, like more, transportation has to be involved where it's very quick and easy to get around most of Universal. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, the lot of boats and buses that's their big on that just the boats and buses that's it obviously they're built around this is where i think they're more the same but they're built around intellectual property but obviously it's very different i would say universal's library was pretty expansive but it is interesting now that disney bought fox that certainly exploded their you know their library of stuff and I think this is the biggest one. Uh, this is what I hear most about or read most about when it comes to polls is Disney world is known more for younger kids. We would not feel that way, but I would say uh, my kids 11 and well, I'm just going to say 12 and eight. Cause it'll all be within the next three weeks. Everybody's going to be a year older 12 and eight. Like we can go on almost every ride together at all the Disney parks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a few that they don't, they don't like the thrill ones, but like, at universal they're much more through it well the thing is our littles don't stay little forever they just keep growing yeah. and so i think there's that interest of they want to do more things that seem death-defying or faster or yeah. bigger or better right well yeah. i say better yeah. um yeah. and so i i think that's a big draw now like disney purists like me it doesn't matter like i want to go there to feel like a kid like that's why i go um and i still think their rides are fun but like you know i like we live at, like I don't go to Disney World for my like thrill-seeking rides. I go an hour down the road to Busch Gardens Williamsburg, <laughs> so that's where I go. Um, yeah, yeah. But so talk to me about. Um, I listed a couple of dis- differences just to get it like that started. I mean, I feel like this is a low-hanging fruit, but yeah. what do you guys feel is some like major differences between? Disney and
2: Universal. Well, yeah, and was i was think- cheap? What was? I'm sorry, Brandon. What was the cheapest oh, go hotel that you looked up, Dave? Sorry for Universal.
0: Well, and the list that I it just gave prices, and I I didn't read how long this okay. was. Um, example, oh, for a June hotel, okay, June stay for so this past June, a June stay for four hotel nights and three day park tickets with park hopping. It was eight sixty three at Disney and seven forty two at Universal. So it didn't say. What hotel? I'm I'm assuming that that's going to be. I don't know anything about Universal, but I'm assuming that's an all-star hotel, almost guaranteed. Yeah, um, yeah. And then the most expensive hotel, their cheapest room in the most expensive hotel was thirty-five hundred dollars. Disney twenty-nine hundred dollars. Universal. Gotcha. Yeah. So it, it, it wasn't specific. Most expensive the, the
2: Hard Rock and um the Italian Resort. I forget <coughs> Portofino Bay. That those are the ones there. So. Yeah. 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 And I agree with what you said.
1: I mean, I think Disney is one of the main differences is I would say Disney is rated. Like if there was ratings, like movies, like Disney is an (laughs) E or a G, right? Like everybody or like general (laughs) audiences. And then universal, I would think would be like PG, PG 13. You know, when you start getting into their Halloween horror nights, like Disney really doesn't have anything that's that popular. I haven't, gone to a halloween horror night because usually they involve a lot of clowns and me and clowns do not get along but but you know that's going to attract like the the millennial younger crowd so i think that is one thing they have going for them also like i love universal studios social media whoever runs their social media (laughs) page is amazing. Killing like it. the way they, the way they knock on other parks and Disney, especially, <laughs> like that is what young people yeah. look at. Like they look at yeah. TikTok and they look at Twitter, and like, like that draws them to that park. Whereas Disney uh, posts the four hundred and fifty seventh video of Dumbo, uh, the Dumbo <laughs> ride, you know, and says, "This is where dreams are made." Like that's their advertising, which is great. Yep. They have their diehard, rabid fans, and those people will continue to go. But I think as far as drawing new people in it's like that social media stuff that that those attractions that are a little more yeah. mature that ha- that universal has going for it i don't know you know i have been there once or twice uh so maybe that's not quite there i'll let rob speak a little more to that but that's what i feel universal yeah what do you think the differences
0: are rob what's the one thing that pops out to you
2: i love that brandon mentioned the social media like the, the person i don't know there's there's a team because i've seen pictures of them and everything uh when they do like uh press releases and stuff there's a team that does their social media and like it seems like it's one person you know but like people they're very witty they're very on top of everything like i've seen live streamers do live streams about universal they'll pop into their live stream people lose their mind when you see universal studios Orlando and they come in and they just like and they interact and talk it's like what's (laughs) up And my favorite thing was the velocicoaster they just started they built it and they started doing it and they didn't say nothing for like three or four months and like they had such fun with their um their social media team just saying uh, what are you talking about like they were just playing like it was just really funny and then they when they launched it and talked about everything velocity coasters is so intense um that is one thing though um dave you were kind of saying like for me I'm a little older and everything. I didn't really get to like I didn't go on Velocicoaster. I didn't go on Hagrid's. So, like a lot of stuff is it is a little rougher. It definitely two of the most older.
1: two of the most amazing rides I have ever been on yeah. are the Velocicoaster yeah. and Hagrids. Like yeah. they are unbelievable. And obviously they're a co- totally different yep. kind of attraction, but they blow anything that Disney has out of the water.
2: Yeah, yeah. For thrill rides, yeah, definitely for thrill so. rides, yeah. So my, my take is though, Dave, like so you know, the pandemic hit. You know, they were both closed forever. Like, you know, yeah. and they gotta make up the money, you know. Like, obviously, right. I get it, you know, and, and you know, Bob Bob Paycheck. I don't know if you say that on the show or not, but like he like you know, he's the bad guy, you know. Like we love Bob on this show. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. So people no, like <laughs> I know exactly. Well, I, I don't know what you'd love doing with Bob Paycheck, but, but you know Leave him our money, that's what we love. But unfortunately, you know, over the you know, over the last two years, you kind of saw like the 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 magic going away for Disney and the and like, I feel Universal maintained and kept the prices the same. Where where mm-hmm. Disney World, yeah. you know, you look at those hotel rates. Mm-hmm. You know, even the cheaper resorts were two three hundred dollars a night more yeah. for the cheaper hotels. They just yeah. skyrocketed everything. They they gave you less and the prices were more. Where Universal, kind of like they opened up quicker. The mass mandates that came down uh, quicker. Which I, I, you know, you want to wear a mask, I'm all for it and everything, but they just kind of went with the flow. I felt they maintained the prices and everything like the rates and everything. Yeah. I stayed at Cabana Bay, I stayed at um the uh, Ventura, which was awesome, which is of course street. And I stayed at um, <laughs> I can't think of the other one, uh, Sapphire Falls. Those are the three hotels I stayed at. And Cabana Bay is awesome, they have. A bowling alley, they have a lazy river. It's a huge hotel, like it's it's very retro. You stay in the hotel, they have all the retro soaps and everything. But I felt the value there was great, the prices were good on food. Uh, I just felt everything was a good quality and good, yeah. um, a good you know, for the bang for your buck on the money, it just felt better. And like where I would hear all this bad stuff about uh Disney World, I would hear so many good things and things about Universal. Like, I think a lot of people mm-hmm. kind of abandon Disney World. Like, I hear, oh, I know these people They go three times a year and now they're the magic's gone. They're not going anymore. You know, yeah. I hear my friend goes to Epcot and uh, they walk into the land and there's dirt, there's dirt on the floor. Like, where do yeah. you see that? Like at 10 o'clock in the morning, like they need to yeah. do a maintenance and, and cleanup thing. You know, the uh, it, I think the number one, I was listening to your, your older podcast, um, up the last couple of weeks and I was listening to your um D23 one. You know, if you remember back a couple, three, four years ago, I think the mistake was they promised the world when they, they did that. They were like, yeah. okay, we're giving you this and this. Oh, yeah, this, 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 and this. And then the pandemic hit. And we, we didn't get, we got like two or three of those things. Right. And a yeah. lot of the stuff was abandoned. As you remember, that theater in yeah. Main Street, the yeah. um, the uh, the play pavilion. Um, yeah. a lot so of, many A lot of different So stuff many just, things gone yeah like I, cherry like, tree um, lane gone mary poppins that attraction yeah. Like, yeah. All, all that stuff they talked about like i, I was it was funny because dave and i were talking earlier and i went back and listened to you guys it's just so right like they promised smoke and mirrors now like they didn't even promise yeah. anything at this d20 <laughs> yeah. thing so that it just that's just par for disney's course like you yeah. didn't even expect it and that's what you got you didn't expect anything where before yeah. you got 10 amazing things this time it's nothing so I know. look like I, I think Universal's ready for a surge you know the new parks coming like little literally yeah. t- yesterday they announced we're going to redo like it's funny because i'm a huge retro i got i wanted to show this to the my mug back to the future you know yes earthquake we got uh king kong we got the classic monsters we got jaws we got et which is still there believe it or not That's yeah. the only retro but all that stuff's gone <clears throat> you know for better for worse excuse me for better for worse they they went with the times you know yeah what in 1993 94 when i went as a kid they didn't. You didn't have a cell phone. You didn't have right. all that stuff. I had a candy yeah. corner. Like I said, right. that was my YouTube. All that stuff's gone. And like in my heart, I wish it was there. But like you know, you got to remember too. A lot of stuff at Disney World is old properties, old stuff. Yeah. They're yep. yeah. eventually bring some new stuff in. But Universal just kind of clean slate. You, the um, Universal Studios Orlando, like. All that's gone. Literally, ET is like the only thing there. This 5 will play late is gone. They're just they just go with the times yeah. for better, yeah. for worse. Some of the rides aren't the greatest, like projection stuff, or you know, people don't like it as much. Some of the rides that it replaced, mm-hmm. they still went with the times, like you said. And a lot of things right. too is it's funny, Marvel is Disney. Um, Simpson's is Disney. It's, it's so funny because they Disney is making money off universally. You know? kind that's kind of right. funny with the IPs. That's right. And um, you know, Harry Potter is huge for them. I'm sure. Yeah, they probably lost a ton of money off Harry Potter, but you, you go to the parks, you see everyone in the robes, you see everything. I know it's working yeah. with Universal, like it, it's a huge challenge to work with um, you know, the entity of Harry Potter because they're so protective about the, yeah. the books, yeah, and they're protective. Sure. Warner Brothers protective about the movies, so but that brings people to the parks. People love Harry Potter,
0: yeah.
2: And uh and they, they, do. they do have a, a bunch of different uh, you know, Hasbro with Transformers, they have a lot of different IPs that they brought in. And they're smart, you know. Nintendo, what a win! Like I, I oh heard that, you know, Disney the, that Harry Potter approached Disney and they they turned it down. I'm sure it's yeah, the biggest, that's right. One of the biggest mm-hmm. regrets of their life that they turned it down. <laughs> I mean, I would have much but, rather than put Harry
1: Potter in Animal Kingdom or something like that than yeah. Pandora. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Flight of Avatar is awesome, or Flight of Passage is great. But like, yeah. look at look at the amazing things that they have done with Harry Potter at Universal. My like gosh. Imagine that at a Disney park, like. Yeah. Missed yeah. opportunity. Yeah, I so my,
2: I think my number one takeaway, guys, is you know the the prices went up, the magic went down at Disney. Like I love Disney. Yeah, that's I've fair. Been there a couple times, like I was fair. there in January. I, I, I've been a couple of times. I snuck over there too, which was awesome. But I think that's just the bottom line. You know, did, Universal's yeah. doing a lot of things right. Their hotels were great. The rides mm-hmm. are great. The future's great. They're spent. They're spending a lot of money to put uh, you know invest yeah. in their future. So yeah, yeah, I have, you have to know. say.
0: So the one thing for me, um, (laughs) I I was not no, that's great. That's great. Like I want we want your perspective because you've been there. I don't know, you may have not like I know you had a big splurge this summer where you'd have been a couple times, like you know, getting ready for an event, but you have a history of there where Brandon's been a couple times and I haven't been. So but but here here was the thing. I reserved my judgment intentionally. Um, when they announced Epic Universe, right? I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, Nintendo World. And I was like, okay, it's gonna be great. Well, then I saw it in Japan, and I was like, oh holy crap, this is legit, right? And then I was like, but still, they'll find a way to bring it to America and mess it all up, right? I was still like a naysayer, and one of the reasons why I was like D twenty three is gonna come, and they're gonna announce something that's going to absolutely shush the crowd from Epic Universe, right? And so, like we talked about today, Rob, and like we talked about on our show you I definitely go back and hear and and listen to the D23 recap episode it is some of our most <laughs> satire and yeah it was we did not hold back or i, I don't want to throw a brand on the bus I no did we not did. Hold we back. did
1: we did not hold back
0: and and so here's the thing here's all you need to know as a disney fan both parks had to shut down from the pandemic okay Rob just talked about all of the things, especially at Epcot that got announced that now are now no more. And universal is building a new gate. That's all you need to know. Like in the, in a world where both of them were being absolutely destroyed and like, I want to say paralyzed financially, like as we were seeing it in all all of the entertainment, all of entertainment industry globally, like Mm -hmm. was completely flipped upside down right and i got like disney's a big monster it's probably bigger than universal at least dollars and cents wise but all you need to know is d23 they announced a whole bunch of whiteboard ideas and blue sky things and what if we do this and what if we do this (laughs) when they had the opportunity to say hey we know right across the street they're going to do this and here's what we're doing in central florida instead it was like Oh, you see that there, back there behind mine train. What if there was cocoa over the mountains? I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What if? Like, what do you mean? What, what is? What is the what if? And so, all, like, that's what I see. These both of these companies were being absolutely toilet bold financially, and not only are they building Epic Universe, it's on time, yeah, and we all time. know weather in Central Florida is a crapshoot, but. Yes, we're 1700 plus days from Tron that is literally a carbon copy of something that already exists. I there is, please explain that to me. I need somebody who <laughs> builds and who's in the industry. You don't have to be Please explain to me like how that's even possible. Like and so that's, you know, and then you take Epcot's transformation that was going to be and literally throw it all in the garbage can. Now, yeah. I, I will say this, nothing gets thrown away at disney it definitely goes on a shelf and maybe it comes back and maybe it doesn't but i just d23 was your chance to, to be like Damn. hey here's what we're gonna do and so that's all i needed to see i was like okay universal when they're when their money's going down the toilet is building a brand new gate for people to go to and disney world is announcing some things that hey we talked about it this in a board meeting <laughs> so i don't know that's my thing and so i'll give my one because i was going through the news uh uh, the one the biggest difference that i have understood and read about and seen is uh between the two is disney has way more uh entertainment than universal does like that's the you know you got beauty and the beast you got frozen sing-along you've got lion king um you've got um what just came back phantasmic right there's a lot more entertainment and so i think that's one of the things that separates disney from universal
2: finally um like it took a long time to get there right exactly exactly yeah
1: yeah and speaking of entertainment uh you know nighttime spectaculars we've talked about how Mm -hmm. they're some of my favorite things at walt disney world and i think Unfortunately, I've, I did see, like, the, the show over, Hog, you know, Hogwarts or whatever that nighttime spectacular is, which was good, but that does not measure up to uh, yeah. Harmonious. That does not measure up to Happily Ever After. Like, I think Disney where disney wins this and this is why people come back because they have the emotional attachment to it. we talk about this all the time like how we felt like when you hear when you heard the beginning of happily ever after and it's you know the like it made you feel a certain way like i love harry potter i saw every harry potter movie in the movie theater at midnight the day it came out so like i love harry potter but watching the show over hogwarts did not make me feel that way so i think that's where disney has a little bit of an edge and that's why it has its rabid fans right that go back three four times a year because they want to see and they want to feel that feeling when they see those kind of nighttime spectaculars or when you're sitting on main street uh for the festival of fantasy parade there's like there's just something about seeing this character snow white or cinderella or rapunzel that kids have grown up with that i don't think you get Mm -hmm. at universal life it's super cool. Like everything at universal is amazing. Like the Harry Potter world is one of the most immersive things I've ever been to. Like Diagon alley is amazing. I could go to the park for three days and not leave that area because it's so unbelievable. And I don't think Disney has anything that rivals that just yet, but I think it's the emotional attachment uh, that brings people to Disney and it's the technological attraction that brings people to universal studios.
0: Yeah, I, I will say, I do want to say, like, double-edged sword here. Uh, you know, Galaxy's Edge, um, well, like when that got announced, I mean, just amazing, right? And if you've been there, it's incredible. As a lifelong Star Wars fan, as someone who saw every movie in the theaters except the original, I'm not that old. Um, but I remember going to Empire Strikes Back with my dad at like six, seven years old. Like we went and saw, you know, and so you've got, again, they get this old group of fans. But then, you know, they had the new films come out and like it, it's again, that's their generational pull like your Nintendo. But But I got to say it wasn't as epic as it could have been right no you know and
2: so like yeah because and i they, wonder they announced how much that there's droids is going around yeah there's droids going around the interaction they did it at first yeah. too like a lot of the characters and yep. stuff but what in 2019 there was some of the stuff yeah it just kind of went away but, <laughs> but i gotta say sad.
0: one of the things that disney is learning is to like never say never and why, what i say what i mean about that is i think it was kind of like a hard rule or at least it was a non-spoken rule that like they weren't going to cross like uh uh, timelines yeah timelines Mm -hmm. well i think people are like dude like we understand all this new stuff but like where where are all the characters we know and love right oh you have to go back over to the meet and greet way on the other side of the (laughs) freaking park that i don't even get me started with hollywood (laughs) studios the nightmare of dead ends that that park is but like i just I, i'm not underwhelmed by it but i think it was i was so excited that when i got there i was kind of like this is cool but it's not a like i mean you go there ride the rides walk around definitely go get a what is it, a ronto wrap and yeah. i mean you've done it you've done it yeah. take a picture in front oh, of the like no. where <laughs> you know i i just don't think i i think pandora is cooler there you go i, I do i mean at night but i yeah. think that's way cooler
1: even when it's not ever open at night, but <laughs> yeah. that's wrong park. park. Wrong park, Disney.
2: Yeah, when they, they promised, you know, Galaxy's Edge, like I said, the interaction, the droids and everything, I think a lot of it got moved over to the hotel, which I haven't heard anything about that hotel since opening day. I don't know what happened <laughs> to the hotel. So. <laughs> it's struggling. I don't know anyone who stayed there. So, oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, but I, but I think, knows. like, that whole lounge and, like, the singer and, like, that interaction and, like, it looked cool when I see the, the vloggers and everything, but um, you know, I, I think it got, I think they realized they can't do a lot of it, and I think they realized, mm-hmm. hey, let's charge a huge premium to go in a hotel and do it. So, yeah, you know, but you know, the, Disneyland, like, is doing uh, The Mandalorian, which is cool. And, like, I don't know yep. why Disney World didn't get that, but I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I stand out, it's cool, sure. yeah, and yeah, and I will say
0: go ahead i will say briefly just to piggyback off that sorry i hate that term i don't know why it's a piggyback (laughs) but like if you watch d23 and disneyland is your park it was a phenomenal amazing amazing
1: (laughs) but not for disney world go ahead brandon no that's exactly what i was going to say and we talked about this on our wrap-up show like disneyland had this and this and hawk meet and greet and mandalorian and like we were like this is awesome i can't wait to get to disney world and then they brought like joe johnson from the from the (laughs) coffee room and they're like hey tell Tell them some things we talked about when you were making your coffee today. Like it was highly disappointing and and just, uh,
2: Dave put it right. It was like ideas on a napkin. Like that's what it he was.
1: said. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was, was like Josh, of, like, Josh just said, Hey, who wants to talk on stage today? Yeah, it's like, yes, it was
0: very, there was so many awkward. Yeah. I watched <laughs> like, I couldn't watch all of it. It was so awkward and uncomfortable. And they were looking around at each other, like kind of like they, they needed that like confirmation <laughs> that like, this is great news. Right. They were, it was really, it was very bizarre.
2: It Not was like an, again, We're a Disney podcast. We love Disney, but it was just weird. We yeah. do yeah all the negative press they could have made things i don't know (laughs) i guess they're not ready i don't i'm hoping that it's going to be what is the next d23 anyways it's every two years yeah yeah.
0: and think about it they skipped a year because of covid so there was really it was a big gap so like people were expecting a lot now again maybe that's foolish of us right we always put too much like as an as a Big time Apple fan. The keynotes get lamer and lamer because, like, at this point, technology is so freaking amazing. What else can yeah. they really do, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like, we get so excited, and like, what are they gonna do? What are they, and they come in, and like, oh, that's it. Okay, great. And it's a new chip and new cameras, and yay, we love our phones. Whatever. But like, I get it. But like, when 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 your direct competitor across the street like announces a new gate and continues with it. Even during COVID, and you announce all this stuff, and then scale it back, and then come back with napkin ideas, like that was your like, I, I don't. I mean, I guess it was to generate talk. Well, it worked. They but didn't now even nobody's announce
2: Fantasmic, about. which they could have because it's happening right. tomorrow or
1: whatever. But no. it's just
2: bizarre. I don't know. Yeah. It was bizarre. Yeah. The answer was bizarre. Bizarre. <laughs>
1: bizarre. Yeah. Now I had a question for you, Robin. I don't know. Have, have you yeah. experienced? Here's one of the huge differences between universal and this may be drawing other people there we know we love we've talked about it a lot disney using the reservation system oh,
2: yeah. universal oh, yeah. i do not think has a reservation system they like do, you but it's got expensive and it's much different like it's just okay. literally i think you just go on each ride you know no lines and it's very expensive it's like but that's their oh, that's oh, like their max pass yeah.
1: right like you're like 100 bucks oh, a yeah, person yeah. like go to the front of the line. like yeah, do you yeah, have yeah. to you have to make a reservation to go in the um, park. No, you don't. Well, no, I don't think they have
2: reservations. And that's a way I, I, bigger. I forget bonus. what the reservation. I, it's. I'm. I'm. I apologize. It's just slipping my mind. But if you stay at the um, the more the premium hotels, you get you get it for free, which is kind of cool. And it's just yes. um, express pass they call express it. Express pass. Yeah. And uh, it's cool. But like if you buy and like that, unfortunately, that's a sliding system too. So it could be like a hundred dollars one day. It could be hundred fifty dollars yeah. another day. Yeah. It's not cheap. And uh they do have the other hotels you get to go an hour early, mm-hmm. like they have the magical express there too, whatever. But uh it is cool, you know. You, you do get the you know, head of the line, boom, it's right there. So yeah. the, and that's something
1: another thing I uh, like theme, I would pay a yeah. hundred bucks for that if yeah. I truly got to go to the front of the line, like yeah. and I think that's where they blow Disney away. Like, yes, it is expensive, but you get the value for what you pay for it, right? Yeah.
2: right. I get yeah.
1: to walk up and I wait five minutes max to get on a ride like disney i buy the genie plus and i stand in line for maybe still 40 minutes yeah i mean i had a virtual i had a lightning lane for epcot when our friends were in town last week and i still stood in line for guardians of the galaxy for 45 minutes like to me paying to stand in line for 45 minutes is not worth it like yeah so I think that's where they yes it's more expensive but you get what you pay for over there so i think that is a bigger draw that helped obviously disney's starting to charge more money adding other charges on top but not giving you more like you've said a couple times
0: yeah i mean so you're talking this is going to be their fourth gate right rob
2: that's what they say you know i I did get to go to um volcano bay it's pretty awesome like i didn't really expect much of it like again they had like a lazy river. They had a crazy river. You put on like a straight jacket and you just, they just throw you down. It's pretty awesome. And it's just the theming is amazing. You go on the volcano. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider it another park, but they do. And like they, they call it their third gate. So I guess technically, like I said, it's going to be the fourth gate, but i don't know it's gonna be cool i have a Disney question for brandon gates, actually but that what were we saying brandon you finish your yeah, thought this is at right. six gates then right because we got typhoon lagoon and yeah we got, yeah you have to include we it we got yeah. six going on but yeah what's yeah. the question i love the thing so i was curious what you thought brandon what do you what do you what would you think if when dave actually does go what, what would you think he would like it do you think he <laughs> would be one over and my question um, is what do you think he would like better old school universal or the current universal So one, I think Dave would
1: love Universal. I don't know. He just like he's very he's old. He's very set in his ways. (laughs) Like when he comes to Orlando, I think like his body naturally takes him to like Magic Kingdom. So, but I think if we could get Dave to Universal, uh, you know, he isn't a huge Harry Potter fan. Uh, But I'd love to see it. He knows the movies, but he probably loved to see it. But Dave loves thrill rides. Like yeah ever since i've known dave we've gone to bush gardens we've gone to king's dominion like all of these theme parks with amazing roller coasters yeah so i think he would love that part of of, of universal studios yep i think he would probably like islands of adventure more just you know uh because that's where most of the the fun stuff is the fast stuff is um but yeah, I think we could win him over. I'm tr- I keep trying to get him to come down. He's coming down in February to go to a. We're going to the Daytona 500. Let's go. So he's coming down. I'm going to try to get. I wish he yeah, would come let's down do it. and let's early and do it. so we can just up Universal. But I, I think we could win him over for. You're always going to love Disney, but I think he would get done with that and be like, "Yo, that was awesome." yeah
0: i I know i would that's probably why i'm mortified to go
1: (laughs) i'd be like oh my god i love (laughs) it just kidding it probably won't happen now
0: i do want to talk because we've danced like really the idea of why brandon and i wanted to do this show was because of epic universe again this park that's opening in this new gate that's opening in sometime in 2025 um there's a couple of things that i think we need to talk about with this and one like you know like i mean i this may be like the writings on the wall but i do want to say it like this is 100 designed to try to be a disney killer like this is this is the only intent of it right um yeah. and then i think another thing to talk about is that i think for the first time at least since i've been like invested in like the the theme park world as an adult of like, hey, this is way freaking better than we were kids. Why why didn't like why didn't we why didn't I love this in my 20s versus my 30s and 40s? Um Universal wants to take on Disney World. Like yes. I think the fear of you've got the big you know living in their shadow, I think they're just part of my friends, they're just ballsy enough now that I think they know that like we can do this. We have a fighting chance. There, right. I mean looking at the numbers like Brandon like Brandon said, I think that is another key factor. Um, that they're just like, not, I'm not saying that they were scared, but you know, like now it's just like they were the little brother, right? Well, I don't, I think that they're like, no, we're not going to do that anymore. And they're putting their money where their mouth is. And so do I think Disney world will wake up and smell the coffee? Yeah. But I also think that they're like Apple. They're always late to the party, but when they come out with it, it's perfected and it's great. And it, you know, people love it, but they never lead with it. I like the leaders. I like the innovators. I like the people that take chances, you know, like, Hey, guess what? If there's something in that park that fails, fine. Like, I'm still going to applaud them for like, like, dude, you went for it and look like you've created this and look at all the people that are enjoying it. So those are the two things that I want to talk about. And like, mostly like, again, I, I have seen couple of the harry potter movies um i'm you know i'm hoping that my kids will get into it and then that will force me to watch it with them and then i'll see the whole library
2: but yeah. i we made I our kids say... watch all the harry potters before we went down there they're like why are we watching these again and then like <laughs> we surprised them and literally i think we watched the final one and like next week they were in you know yeah with the wizard great. world of yeah harry potter. i mean and, and know, that's the other thing
0: like right them. like you've got this they're whole them. like when they grow up a little bit we've got this whole album of disney stuff that they're all in love with and watching and now we can start to introduce him to new things like this you know and yeah. like i mean our daughter is now obsessed with stranger things because we waited yeah. a little bit we wanted her to get a little bit older just to find you know like are you going to have like night terrors because you want? So we wanted to make sure we were past that stage and oh my gosh, she's like binging all the seasons right now. And so like, I am excited about this, like, and you know, this could just be the perfect timing of my kids beginning to get a little bit older to where they maybe want more thrill seeking adventures than, somewhat dizzy but like they both of my kids in the past week have both said they miss disney world so i know it's like ingrained in their heart like which is which is perfect for a dad who's obsessed with it but i i'm i'm excited about epic universe it looks like a destination not a theme park is that fair that's what like there's gonna be a hotel there yeah yeah i mean no and the like bellagio fountain feel like that gets me bro i love it Like, like we we went to uh, pigeon fords this summer and we went to a place called the island which is basically a tourist trap but they have this teeny tiny little thing and every 30 minutes they do a fountain show and i just sat out there for like four hours and watched them all one day like uh, that's what like and it oh, gets man. me and so to have like that be like this new nighttime feature and attraction like it, within like this theme park that has like that what th- there's a harry potter piece that's going into epic universe correct
2: yeah i think it's going to be like um um, I forget what it is. Like it's all rumors. They really haven't. Besides, you know, the, obviously the Nintendo is just obvious because they're building, yeah, is existing. Yeah, yeah. But it's gonna be like, um, I forget what it is. It's gonna be like they were saying it was gonna be the Fantastic. The fantastic. First, series, but that's. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that's gonna be the case. I just think it's gonna be another entity. Like, it's going to be like, um, I forget what they were saying, with what, what the rumors are. I don't remember. If i think i at it now. Like like
1: maybe the Ministry of Magic. Min- and like- That's it. I'm sorry. Thanks, yeah. Brandon. The Ministry yeah. of Magic is going to um, be a
2: part of that. That's what they're saying. Yeah. So. And then the classic I mean, it would make the sense. Universal Monsters is part of it. And then they had to train a dragon. Uh, yeah. is gonna be, it's going to be really cool, too. I think yeah, like I'll 10 I 10 found a way to
1: use flu powder and like you know warp you from over at uh hagrid's over to the ministry of magic and epic <laughs> universe that that will blow disney out of the water you know they got the train to take you between the two that's right train laws, yeah. how do you get from uh you know Diagon Alley to the ministry of magic that will be
2: the key it's gonna yeah. be interesting you know one other th- thought i had dave as we're talking here you know, it's funny too. When we went in January, I stayed off property probably for the first time in 20 years. And I think when they took away the magical express, I think that took away some of the magic too. Mm-hmm. That thing. And, um, yeah. you know, Universal really does want you to stay there and at their hotels and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I think Universal kind of built that up and they, they had more people staying there. Where Disney, like I stayed at, at a timeshare, like a, um, um, uh Airbnb. And, I, I, you know, and then we drove to Universal. And we drove the, right. The, disney world they're just i i feel like they're scaring people away from the properties just because of the prices and yeah, yeah. you know the That's magic a, isn't there as much swallow. so yeah. yeah that was another point i was thinking so yeah absolutely
1: yeah. it definitely makes it less magical you know they started slowly doing away with it like it started off with like you went and got your own luggage and brought it to the magical express Uh, instead of you know just landing getting on the bus and hop into the park and your your luggage was there when you got back which made it seem magical like you were going to the bubble and it was awesome so then they said bring your own luggage which made it feel like any other vacation and then they took it away completely uh so then you have to arrange your own transportation which is you know that's just that makes it like any other you know, if I got to pay for somebody else to drive me, I might as well. <laughs> drive myself. So, yeah. yeah, I think some of the magic's going there. And, and that's what I see a lot about right. universals. It's all there. They want you to experience the universal bubble. They want you to stay on property, walk everywhere, yeah. take a boat everywhere and just be immersed in that. uh And, you know, it's, it's a little easier over there because obviously it's smaller, but yeah, uh, you know, they kind of have that, they're going in that direction when disney is heading in the other direction
0: yeah which is strange right i mean it's like like monkey see monkey do like it was pretty like hey that worked really well why not do that like especially when disney's taken away yeah i i think that like you know like rob said as we get older i also like the idea of like all of that is much easier to do in a day you know like disney just has some monster-sized parks right i mean you just have Mm. like it's, it's a lot to get around and it's not easy. Right. You know, like you have to love Disney to want to go to magic kingdom. I'm just, I'm just saying it's not like when you start on property from the moment you get on property, if, if, if everything's perfect, you're 35 to 40 minutes before you walk through the gate. Yep. Like, I mean, yeah. that's a, yeah. that's a big commitment. That's no, where basically you drive to universal and you're in the parking garage and you walk down and like, you're in the, your own on property and in the gate, like, you know, and so now I get it. That's only magic kingdom, but like, that's the draw. That's where I like, I mean, I always like want to start my trip there and end my trip there. Like that's like, that's the pinnacle for me, but you know, it's, I mean, they've done it. It works. Like they've grown. Like, I think it's a smart system. It's just not like efficient time-wise. Like I'm having Brandon, how many times have we been like, Oh crap, we're not going to make it for how long will they wait for our fast pass? Or how long will they wait? How long will they wait for our dinner reservation? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: And and just living here, like it's the most well-known park of Disney, but like I said, we don't ever go there just because of the hassle it is to get there. Every every other park at Disney, you can park in the parking lot and walk into the park magic kingdom. We ended up, you know, before COVID and craziness, like we would always take an Uber to the contemporary so we could just walk to magic kingdom. Cause it was, it was better to pay $30 for an Uber to just have that convenience (laughs) as opposed to spending 40 minutes to get in the park. So yeah, yeah, I think that's where universal has a little bit of a leg up. Like even, you know, we part, we went last summer, parked in the parking garage, even like walking from the parking garage to there, maybe 15 minutes. Like right. Max, like you just get in the park park so much quicker. Um, you know, think more things are included. Like if you have a certain pass, obviously yeah. parking is included. And and you know, if you go after a certain amount of time, parking is free if you don't have the other pass. Um, but yeah, yeah it's
2: yeah, after six thirty it's free. Yeah, it's yeah, just kind of cool. Yeah, it's
1: kinda cool. But yeah, it's interesting. Dave, we gotta get you down, get you the universe. Then happen. then you can contribute some universal knowledge on the next we do, this, we do this show like a year from now and we're like, another hey, <laughs> Epic Universe is open and Tron opens next week. Uh, another
2: universal <laughs> podcast. I smell it already.
1: <laughs> it's going to change to another universal podcast because people will stop listening to us complain oh, about it. Tron for the you know a year straight so i'm pretty sure yeah. they've
0: canceled tron by now i don't think it's opening.
1: <laughs> yeah i think they <laughs> they just knocked it down and put the railroad oh, back that. up it's whatever.
0: rob this was so great man thanks yeah, for coming rob, on thanks
1: for joining us we
0: appreciate yeah, you at for uh, youtube.com forward slash rob fuzz go check it out yes. for more than all of your disney retro and theme park rides request some universal videos
2: <laughs> i do universal too
0: obviously yeah he does <laughs> That's how I know oh, about really, Jaws. I've never written. I've never <laughs> written anything there. Jaws, uh, Jaws
2: still exists in Japan, which one day I'll get back there and I'll go on it. But Jaws nice. is like one of my favorite rides. Oh, nice.
0: Well, this is good. Yeah. I, I'm this convinced good. that I need to check it out. Like, I and believe... I want to go before Epic Universe. I don't want that to be my first, which is
1: like three years away. So I have a feeling. I have a feeling once thoroughly.
2: Epic Universe opens, it's going to be nuts down there. So I think yeah, it's gonna yep. it is. It is going to be nuts.
1: After. Yes, come That's down fun. before the
2: the day the 500 yeah. will go. Right. it's a two day two days you're done you could do it. Yeah, yeah
0: i know it's great yep. much, much, my wife will appreciate the much cheaper trip and less time away from the kids mm-hmm. rob you're the best man we're yes. always so thankful Thanks to man. you know have you come on and love what you appreciate what you do on youtube and bringing back all of the memories and showing things to the millennials that they never got to experience right that's
2: always a big that's one. right yeah i love when they're yeah. like what is that like what <laughs> <laughs> people explain in the chat wow oh, it's, oh, it's in color, color. <laughs> <laughs> they had trees then? What? <laughs> oh, oh, I love it.
0: All right, folks, until next right. time.
2: Until next bicycle. time. Peace. <laughs> Thanks, guys.